Welcome to the More Than More podcast, where we discuss building meaningful, impactful businesses, careers, and lives through real estate. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than More podcast. This is Dylan. It's Friday morning, and it's the end of February, and I have Tyra Maccabee in the studio with me. Morning. Good morning. Um, thanks for making the drive. Yes, yeah. Good yeah. weather, finally, so... Well, for a brief moment, it's snowing again this afternoon, isn't it? Yep. How yep. do uh, Teslas handle the snow? Uh, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic braking's a little scary in the ice, but... Does yours have uh, self-driving? Partial, yeah. It, have it'll, you ever used it? Yep, I use it all the time. I just, I, I'm not brave enough. Yeah. Oh. I'm a little bit of a control freak, I've realized, because I get scared with it, but... I use it when I need to. I'm a lot of a control freak. (laughs) So I'm going to keep my hands on the wheel at all times. Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, Tyra has been with us since about, is it October of 21? Is that when you? Yeah, just over a year. Okay. Yeah. Um, 22. You sure? Or 21. Yes. 21. Yes. Sorry. 21. Time flies. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, Tyra is a member of Golden Circle and her and Kyle uh, lead the, do you guys call it the Maccabee team? Yeah. And I, did I pronounce the name right? Yes, you did. Yes. Uh, I, to, I looked at that a little bit. Um, she's also our Cedar Rapids broker, and we're opening our Cedar Rapids office here in like a, a week or two. Yeah, March 1st. So super excited about that. And then I suppose for full disclosure, we should say that Tyra is also technically family. Yeah. Yep. Uh, technically. I, I thought about how to describe you. You're a former in-law and the mother of my nieces and nephews. Yes, that's Yep, that that's work? it. Yep. Okay, we don't need to get into that story, but uh, <laughs> we are technically uh, family, and so we've pl- played some poker together and uh, uh, had some Christmases together over the years. Yep, done a little life together for sure. Oh, and we've had a couple arguments together. Yeah, just a few. Tyra is feisty. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and me, what am I? Um, stubborn. Oh, okay, we don't need to get into the family <laughs> stuff. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Okay, well, thanks for coming. Um, I, like I said, a kind of an open conversation and just interested to hear first what's going on out there uh, in Cedar Rapids. Very curious about the office and plans for that, but also your team and things you guys are working on. I know you've had a lot of momentum in just a short period of time. So why don't we just start with how is January, February, how's the beginning of the year kicking off for you? Yeah, it, so January was a little slow, but I, I think that's just normal from November, December. I also take a lot of time with the family during the holidays. So um, I think that has a little bit of a part to play in that, but it's getting crazy again, which I love. I work well in the chaos, so. It's, you feel the pickup? Yeah. <clears throat> what are you seeing? Is it showings? Is it listings? Is it what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went from, you know, one or two on the books for pendings to our team has almost uh, 11, 12. We have one coming up that's going to go pending too, so, yeah. And what are you feeling or seeing? Um, I know we talked a little bit about sort of this uh, battle going on between buyers and sellers in the marketplace right now. Buyers feel empowered. Sellers feel like, well, there's no inventory, so you must want what I have. You seeing any of that in Cedar Rapids? Yeah. Yeah, we are. The inventory is still very low. And so sellers do still feel that. But I think with the rates kind of steady for now, um, buyers are starting to feel a little bit more empowered too. Um, it's kind of a weird, it's a weird market in that because I feel like it's good for sellers, but it's also starting to become good for buyers again as well compared to a year ago. <clears throat> it was until about a week ago when those rates 
climbed all the way back up to what is it like six eight or something yep, like six, that. I think six seven. Or yeah. yeah. It's yep. going to be an interesting spring. It's going to be bumping up and down, bouncing up and down, and I just think we're going to have to buckle up and yep. help everyone through the roller coaster. Yep. I feel I feel like buyers are so impatient though because they've been waiting for so long, and rent is so high that they're starting to, you know, adjust what they're looking for a little bit more than what they used to. Which is healthy. Yeah. I mean that's what we need. Yep. Because the truth is, two years ago it was just unhealthy expectations. Yeah. I want a $400,000 brand new home because I just graduated from college. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So I guess I, I want to ask you this question because you've been here a little over a year. Uh, you sold real estate for how long before you joined C21? Oh, gosh. So since November 2016. So was that maybe six, six years, seven years? And we don't have to get into the details, but smaller brokerage, um, small towns mostly, because yep. you, you're in Vinton. Yes, so Benton County mainly is what I did before. It, which I guess I don't exactly know where that lies relative to Cedar Rapids. Um, so it's right on the border of like Lynn County. So um, we're about 30 minutes from Cedar Rapids where we live, smaller communities. So you came and, and you live in a smaller community, Vinton. Yep. Yep. And is most of your business in that smaller community or inside of Cedar Rapids? I'd say it's about 50-50 now. Okay. Prior to it was mainly um, Vinton, smaller communities, but now starting to grow into Cedar Rapids and even Iowa City area too. Is there a reason that that business has moved into the city more? Or? Well, I just think since... Joining Century 21. I, I went from zero systems, zero, I don't know, not organization, but kind of within my business to learning how to run my business like a business, which is really helpful. Um, and so being able to market myself in those other communities has been huge. Um, so just more exposure, maybe? Yeah, definitely more exposure. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so what I wanted to ask, because you're still kind of fresh mm -hmm. in the sense that you haven't been here several years and just gotten used to everything. Right. So one of the thoughts I always have is, and I, I do this with our employees as well. When they join the team, I'm like, Hey, do your thing for three or four weeks here, but three or four weeks, I'm going to ask you a question. The question is, what are we doing well? And what are we like, what do you see that you're like, why do you clowns do this? Like, what, what, what do you see that maybe is, is wrong? But I'm, I'm curious from fresh eyes, what are you? What have you seen or experienced inside of our walls that you think we're on track with or has helped you? I mean, just your guys' focus on us as business people and mm. growing our business in a way that's successful for us and that matches our lifestyles, our strengths is huge. Um, yeah, it's just it's so important to have that. Um, and then the systems and tools that you guys have are. I mean, there's so many. It's like unlimited. Um, and for someone like me that just has a lot going on all the time, that is huge. And it's huge to be able to promote people coming into the company with those things available mm. to them. The staff is amazing. I mean, all of it is really big. I don't want to put you on the spot on the systems and tools thing, but like when you say that, are there particular things you're thinking of? Like, Yeah, just like new agents coming in and the two years of constant um, here, this is how you do this, the training that Our they foundation have. foundation series, yes. the training, okay. The success coaches, um, the events that the company puts on. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say another big thing is just the environment. It is really like family, um, which is good because I came from family, and so yeah. it, it still feels very much like family, um, even though it's it's big, you know, but it doesn't feel like that. It's big, but it's also, it's not that big, and it's spread out. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of, we're starting to, 
I mean, you're two hours away. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm loving is the extent to which like our new agent training foundation series and all that somehow we're, we're leveraging how to deploy that in Cedar Rapids and other markets, even at, at a distance, yeah. which uh, has been a big innovation for us operating at scale. Yeah. So you bring up the new agent thing and that's maybe an interesting thing because you're not a new agent, but it's particular to you because of your team and kind of what you guys are up to. Why don't you describe uh, what's happening with your team, sort of the progress that's happened over the last year and maybe even like where you picture that thing headed. So you have the McAbee team. It's yep. you and Kyle. He's your husband. And then you've got some team members. Talk yep. us through that. Yep. So we have Michelle and Jordan so far on our team. Um, three more actually getting licensed probably in the next few months. Um, it's funny. People ask me all the time, like, how big do you want to get? And it's that's the number isn't important to me. It's mm. the quality. And you can see that by just what we have with Michelle and what we have with Jordan. She's literally, I think, two weeks at this point. She has a listing appointment. I mean, she's just rocking it. Um, and Michelle's killing and it. And Michelle's she's, killing it. Is she almost a year now? Yeah, yep, yep. She'll be a year in April. Yeah, and she's well on her way to oh, yes. becoming a rock star and a Golden Circle member, and yeah. Absolutely. She's amazing, and that's the type of people that we look for. Um, and it's just been so fun for them to fit into an environment where they can succeed. Mm. Now, you, you said you have three more coming. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, tell me more about that. Are these new agents? Are they transfers? What are you looking for? Yep, new agents. Um, I haven't really had a focus yet on transfer. I, there's a lot of people out there that are amazing that I work with, and I share with Travis, like, these are people I'd love to have within the office, if anything. Um, but I really love the new agents. I love helping people grow a business. Um, not that that can't be done with transfers, because it can, but I enjoy that part just a little more, I guess I would say. There's a little bit of a, is this a, a mama bear or a coach or what, how would you describe yeah. that desire in you? Yeah, I love coaching. I love watching um, people set their goals and then be able to help them, you know, achieve that, be a part of that. Um, and not even just their real estate goals, but life goals. So, but what real estate can be as like a vehicle to those for them. Some people would look at new agents as a team lead and think that that's maybe more work than it's worth. Yeah. You don't feel that way? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, and hence why our training and stuff like that really helps you because it's a foundation for you to then build on top of. Yep. And so any thoughts on where you see this thing going? Because you're, you're going to be the broker of an office and need to oversee other agents in that market as well. Um, but simultaneously, you're, you're running your team. And you're saying there's going to be six, seven of you here shortly? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So where's it headed? Gosh, that's a good question. Not sure? Not sure. Um, I'm excited about it because I get to help create the environment that's within Cedar Rapids. I think some offices don't have great environments, and that's in anything. Um, and so being able to be a part of creating a healthy environment, an environment right. that's fun. I'm a fun person, so I think it's fun to be able to... You're not fun when we're playing poker. <laughs> yeah, no. You're way too I competitive. I am very competitive. <laughs> yeah, that part is, yeah, my team laughs all the time because I'll be like, oh, okay, well, this team's doing this, so we're going to do that. And they love it, even if they're not, Michelle's not competitive at all. But she loves to be supportive of me in it. So. She puts up with you? Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, yeah, vibe and culture and mm -hmm. energy sounds like those are what you're into. Yes, yep. Um, go back a little bit because we used to, I, mean, I know that before real estate, you were in the Mary Kay space. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, I know we went back and forth about that over the years. 
But uh, one thing that you were always good at was inviting. You you were good. And even then, I think your passion for that maybe had less to do with the products and more to do with this opportunity to help raise up uh, new agents, right? Yes. Like they yep. just weren't agents at the time. They were consultants. Yep. Um, have you any thoughts on that? Like the similarity between the two things and how that, how you fit in? Yeah, actually, I mean, I think when people get into real estate, if you don't have the right company or the right mentorship, um, it's easy to get in and, and do the wrong things or have the wrong intentions. Mary Kay helped with that a lot for me. Um, just mold me into people focus, other focus, not your needs, your wants. Um, yeah, it's definitely not necessarily about the product, but the environment, the confidence that people can grow and create something in their life that helps them reach other goals, whether it's financially, whether it's just, I mean, there's a lot of girl time, a lot of trips, things like that. So, you know, just having that environment um, in that has actually really helped me kind of roll over into the real estate world. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of MLM. Yep. But what I see in that is a similar thing. People want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. People want to be a part of community. People want to have independence and freedom to build something. Yep. And someone like you, you, you want to coach and guide and mentor. And so we're certainly not in the same business, but in a way we are. We're in the people business. Yep. And I think that's what it's why I called you when I did and said, hey, we should talk. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because I knew you were an inviter, but also a coach and a mentor. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still looking for more on that. Uh, so, I mean, you're just saying yes, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yes, I want to coach and mentor. Yes. Yeah, and I and I do I, because it makes a big difference who you have as a coach and mentor. Um, if they can appreciate where you're at when you're there, that's huge. And not a lot of people, I get that as a coach, you want to push people to do better, to be better, to be their best. But you also have to understand who they are and where they're at. Um, Because I've had a lot of life changes up and downs. And not a lot of people understand that they just are like, no, this is your goal, you have to do it. You know, and I just feel like it's important to get to know people on a deeper level. And that's a big part of coaching. And not Mm -hmm. everyone really does that part of it. It's easy to say, this is your goal, do this, do this many numbers and that, but not to be able to have a real deep conversation with how they're feeling and what they're going through and, Mm -hmm. you know, how to get over those hurdles. So I really just love that piece of it. Well, it's all mixed together. It's like Buffini's five circles, right? Like your family, your faith, your your health, your uh, finances and your business, one bleeds into the other. Mm -hmm. And when anything's broken... Uh, the whole thing breaks. Mm-hmm. And so coaching anyone in any business is an interesting uh, process because it's it's really far more uh, convoluted and mixed up uh, in terms of all the facets of their life than it is just about how to go sell real estate. Yep. You're coaching people. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see how that team continues to grow and I think it'd be fun to be a new agent. Any any thoughts on who you're looking for specifically as you add people to your team, and what what are you guiding them through in that first couple of years? Like what what are you what are you focusing on for your new agents to help them build better businesses? So since the company does so well on like the training, you know the ins and outs of the business, a lot of our focus is um, again that community, that environment, having a space to go, a weekly touch point with them, mm-hmm. uh, meetings. Uh, we do more than that actually at this point, but uh, more than weekly. Oh yeah, this yeah. we whenever we can get together because we enjoy mm-hmm. it, right? And so, um, and I know that we'll probably have to shift as we get more people. It'll look a little bit different, but um, 
Yeah. Like I just really look forward to the growth, you know, with them. Um, yeah. Joining in. No, it's clearly a passion for you. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that uh, grow and keep moving. So, yeah. And then I, I do think that a couple of trans, like if, if, if I'm someone in that one, two, $3 million space and I really want to grow my business, I, I think those guys, gals stand to gain just as much uh, by plugging into a healthy community and systems and tools and training and environment. Yes, yes. And we run, I, I, I don't know what everyone else does for their teams, but we really run it like, and I know I've said this a lot, but like family, like it's true. Mm-hmm. Like I can go on vacation and I can totally trust my business with Michelle or, you know, someone mm-hmm. in on my team to help my clients. I, we feel like we all operate, you know, the same using our strengths in different ways, but we, she can go on business and, and or sorry, on vacation and I can help her yeah. run her business when she's gone. We just really operate within a different, um, mindset of how we are as a team which is really nice she was a consultant with you before she was yes she was like in your whatever yeah and she was like i am never doing sales again and i was like totally understand uh she kind of watched me in the previous company run a little ragged um when you don't have staff and when you don't have that support system you're doing a lot more uh work and making a lot less money essentially and so she watched that and had zero desire to be a part of it um and when i joined c21 um, I was like, I'm not going to ask her. She's told me many mm. times she doesn't want to do sales. And we sat down for breakfast, and I was just sharing my, truly just my experience. Just organically. You weren't yeah. trying to nope. pull her in or anything. Nope, and she had already made it clear. And I, my husband was like, you need to, Kyle's like, you need to talk to her about it. I'm like, no, she made it clear. I'm not having a conversation. And she was like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm just going to ask you more questions. I'm interested, and I just didn't want to tell you. And so it was really cool just to see her see what helped, what changed for us and, you know, what, um, running a business really can look like if it's done um, well. So I'm curious about that some more. Um, I love the organic part of that conversation. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes the best way to go about things is just to do your thing and do it right and have that be intrinsically attractive to people around yep. you and let them come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am curious about the, the whole, you said running ha- haggard or... Ragged, yeah. Ragged, <laughs> running ragged, and and I'm just looking for more on what is it that you think has helped you find more balance specifically. Uh, culture is a big word, and good like staff, and but what you're saying is somehow you're doing you're doing twice or three times what you were doing before. Three times, yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And and that's just in one year, and yeah. I know that that's continuing to grow. Yep. And it sounds like you're doing three times more not working three times harder. Correct. Help me understand that. I just think, you know, I think when you're in, I know I keep saying environment culture, but when you're in an environment where it's focused on as a business and relationships and building relationships, that's huge. I think I was trying to do all the wrong things before. And Give me an example of a wrong thing. Um, trying to manage, you know, three, four offices just for the title of managing offices, got it. Um, things that would take a lot of time, but I wasn't really getting to pour into my clients and my people as well as mm-hmm. I should have. Um, you know, advertising on big scale social media, not in personal ways like videos and things out got there it. for my clients, but more on a billboard and spending time and money focusing on those things. Where now it's literally focused on relationships with my clients. It's the handwritten notes. It's 
you know, just um, coffees and lunches and yeah. how we do the transaction, how things are done. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is it's it's maybe a big part is, is the strategic shift in terms of our sales philosophy. Yeah. We're, we're not into billboards right. or promoting ourselves, or we're, we're into teaching you to run a business. I'm putting words in your mouth, but okay. I want you to help me with this. So run a business like a business, but the best way to do that is by orienting all your sales relationally as opposed to transactionally Yeah, and building a tribe of advocates who refer a business to you. Is yep. that what you're focusing on? Yeah, absolutely. The, the referral business is so much stronger when you get a lead that's because you created an experience with a client before that they left yeah. and they trust you. That's so much stronger than a cold lead off of, you know, Zillow or Realtor. I don't even know that we talked about our unique process and working by referral and much when you decided to join us, Not but really. it sounds like you've absorbed that quite effectively. Mm -hmm. And that is, you've shifted your business strategy towards that. Yeah. And so talk me through sort of your, your, your marketing or your lead generation strategy. Then what are you guys doing right now to generate business? So, I mean, we do do a little bit on the realtor because I am realtor.com. Yep. Realtor.com. Okay. Cause I do do well with converting, like meeting people and building a quick relationship okay. with them, either phone or in person. So you're doing some online lead generation. Doing some of that. Yeah. Okay. But most of it is now at this point in our business referral. Um, and I think it's just, and, and we weren't doing it before. So it's just funny because I feel like we've grown so much in this last year and we weren't doing a ton, but th within the first six months of like, oh, it's important to touch base with our clients in the past. Like there are so many people that I probably missed out on over the years of not keeping that connection. Somehow the billboard didn't work. No, I know they didn't see me. I don't know. Um, so what does work when you say reaching out or staying in touch? Is this just Cole's nose Popeye's? Uh, yeah. What are you focusing yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, just even, yeah, just, oh, you had a baby or, you know, just mm. a new pet or just any life events, just staying in touch, which... I think those things, I've always thought, like, I'll see someone on social media and I'll think, oh my God, I'm so excited for them. But I never really reached out. I didn't, you know, tell them that directly, which is silly. It's such an easy thing to do, but you get so caught up in your own everyday life that you kind of forget that it's important for them to hear that as well. And it's like a switch in your mind because it's so intuitive and it's so obvious, mm -hmm. but until that switch turns on, you don't think, oh yeah, obviously what I should do is provide people updates on the value of their properties every few months. And obviously when someone has a baby, I should reach, because we're all starved for a relationship and we're all starved for value. Mm -hmm. But when we're waking up every morning thinking transactionally and we're thinking about our billboard or whatever online leads or somehow that's so just obviously in front of us, but we just overlook it. Right. Um, what I, it's just frustrating in a way because it's so easy to do and easy not to do. Yep. It is. And the difference between those two things is massive, uh, a massive impact to your business long term. Yeah. And this has only been a year. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I, I feel like people should know that I care, but they don't. I mean, they have their own stuff going on in life too. And so people unless you reach out, they don't know that you're thinking about them. They don't know that you really do care and you're excited for things going on in their life. You know, and I just... I think I thought for the longest time, well, they should know that I care. Like, I, I love people, and I love when things are happening, and I celebrate people, but they don't unless you tell them. And like you said, people are busy. Mm -hmm. They've got so much going on. So it's on you yeah. to, to own a little piece of their mind, and that piece of their mind isn't, like, transactional. Mm -hmm. It's that when they know that you're someone that cares about people and what you do is provide value when people are thinking about making a move. and. But it, yeah, that's constant work. Yeah. 
And yet it's not because doing coffee with past clients shouldn't be work. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. But the fact that I never really thought of it before is kind of crazy to me. Oh, I think it's crazy to all of us. And what's even crazier to me is that we've been coaching this for so long and we've seen so much great fruit from it, but there's still a lot of people just hyper either resistant to the notion because it just, I think the reason people struggle with this idea is that normally in life, anything that seems too good to be true is. And so, okay, you're telling me I just have to like stay in touch with people and, you know, actually care. And somehow that's going to produce great returns for me. It just sounds like. Yes. Yep. But it's not. No, it really isn't. Um, that's really good. I did want to ask, you guys are also, you and Carl are playing with some rentals, right? You guys yeah. are building a little portfolio of that or yeah, yep. commercial Just, stuff or residential? Um, we have one commercial mixed use that we're going to um, potentially do an Airbnb above. Mm. Um, we have three other rental properties. Cool. Yeah. I love that you're building that in time. Yep. Uh, yeah. No one looks back 10 years later and wishes they hadn't done that. Yeah. Our next goal is Airbnbs, so like that's an in interesting fu- in fun places, you know, outside of Iowa. Oh, you want to get out of the, mm-hmm. your immediate area? Yeah. Where, are you looking anywhere specific? Florida, like Destin, Pensacola area is kind of our hope for next school. Yeah, it's uh, it's become a big thing the last few years. Yeah. COVID sent everyone everywhere. I know. <clears throat> it's great. Yeah, I've thought about it too. I'm a little hesitant. I guess just the idea of it being, I think my thing is also I don't want to. If I have one, then I feel like I need to go to that location all the time yeah. whenever we vacation. Yep. I don't want to be landlocked or... Well, that's why you got to get a whole bunch in different locations. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think. Um, so talk me through the office real quick. We're a, f- a couple weeks out. Um, I don't know. What do people need to know or what are you excited about or what's the plan? Man, we're so excited about the growth in Cedar Rapids. Um, it's funny. I've had other agents from other companies like, well, aren't you worried if you're bringing people in that I don't, you're going to have all this competition within your office and I don't view it that way at oh, all. It's crazy when I hear that. I know. I, the mindset of that is shocking to me. I get it. Um, Let's elaborate real quick for anyone that didn't understand what you just said. They're saying if you bring, if other people join your office, then there'll be less business for you. Yeah. Yeah. But the connections that everyone has is so different, right? And the strengths and weaknesses and how we can help each other. And for people to see other people coming in because we have an environment and we have a place that people want to be is powerful. And I'm excited about that because we have a lot of agents that are currently agents in other offices that are interested and are asking questions. And that excites me to have people come over and be a part of what we have because it's different. I mean, the market there is interesting. Well, what's interesting is it doesn't, I presume from what you're saying, at least and from our conversations, it doesn't excite you because you want to grow some empire. It excites you because... You want good people to know good things and have better businesses and as a result have better lives. Right. Yep. And I mean, there's things that I'm really good at and there's things I am not. Um, And so to have other people in the office with different strengths is going to be huge. So what are you so bad at that we need to know about? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Why not share? But no, I just, I work in chaos, which sometimes is chaotic. You are a, are you a high quick start? I'm trying to remember. Yes. And my husband is... That's, systems oh and data. yeah very yeah. low in that which is funny so why we work well together um but sometimes he's like rein it in and i'm yeah. like no we got to keep going so just to have all those different people different personalities is going to be so nice yeah um and so are we what are we doing are we throwing a party out there or oh yeah what's the plan yeah i think so 
once we get it all up and going with Corville, we have that, you know, office up. It's beautiful. So Iowa City is opening. Yeah. Well, it's already it's open, open, technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a big grand opening there probably within the next few months and yeah. then probably shortly after Cedar Rapids. How do you see Iowa City and Cedar Rapids? They're different MLSs. They're different markets. There's a little bit of overlap, but really not much, right? They're pretty separate. Yeah, they're pretty separate. There, there are like a lot of couples that commute, you know, from one to the other and okay. kind of switch where they want to live, you know, over seasons of their life. But for the most part, they're different, different ball games in each market, honestly. So it's a little like the morning names in terms of the distance, yeah. <clears throat> maybe a little more, but they're both pretty large. They're, they're both, neither are as big as Des Moines, but they're both bigger than names. Yes. Yep. I know there's been some interesting politics between those two MLSs mm-hmm. over the years because they've talked about merging, but I think neither of them wants to give up their MLS platform. Yep. Are you on Iowa City as well? I am. I am. And I so do. do you dabble in that market or are you? I do. I do. Um mainly a lot with the reload that we get, you know, with C21. Um, but, yeah, I do dabble because there is a little bit of crossover, especially like Tiffin, North Liberty area. North mm. Liberty is actually the Cedar Rapids MLS, which is funny. It should be Iowa City, I feel like. but Well, North Liberty is where we put our teeny tiny little sales center when yeah. we started out there. And uh, um, I think we still have that little space. Yep, till I'm, the end of the month. I'm excited to get rid of that space yes. so we can uh, move into our two new spots. I need to have Teresa in as the Iowa City broker and chat about our plans there. But we're just super excited for both of these markets. And it does seem like there's a lot of opportunity there. And when I say that, I think I mean the same thing you mean, like good people who haven't been exposed Mm -hmm. to what seems like just the stupidest, simplest sales philosophy on the planet. Um, But that has amazing power to help people's businesses. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's going to be huge once people understand what C21 is there. Um, Cedar Rapids, we have a little bit of a roadblock with what was there before. It was a not so great <laughs> Century 21 that was sort of a low fee. Yeah, yeah. discount brokerage type of thing. You and know, we had that in Des Moines 20-something years ago as well. Did oh, I tell you that? No. Um, the most fined real estate agent in the state at the time, no names, was uh, had a Century 21 franchise. And so there was a bad reputation when we first started here. So mm-hmm. I'm familiar with your struggle because people say, are you are you affiliated with that? Yeah. And yep. So you have to overcome that for a little bit. Yep. I just got a question on that last week. They're like, oh, yeah, I see two in there. And I was like, no, not not the same thing. And yeah. But it's good to have those conversations. It's honestly great to explain how we're different and what we do differently. So. It doesn't take long to fix it. it I mean, yeah. long is relative. It, it takes a year, and slowly but surely, we just start to show who we are. Yep. But, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, we won't get into the uh, the weeds on that one. Okay, so any um, – we're actually running out of time here. I My commitment on these is to try to keep them 30. Okay. So 30-something minutes is my max because we were running those other interviews at like an hour and 15, and I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, so just a few more minutes, but anything else on plans for 2023? Anything else on your mind that uh, you want to share or cover? I mean, other than just, no. I mean, the excitement that I have for the growth in our area, um, our team is, it's going to be a great year. I can already tell. So I'm excited for that. Even with the craziness in the market? Yep, even with the craziness. Well, what I hear, and you were talking about it earlier in a different way, it's there's a lot of abundance thinking mm-hmm. as opposed to scarcity. Like when you talked about bringing people in, it's like, yeah, but aren't they going to then compete with you? That's just scarcity thinking. Like yeah. there's not enough out there. And uh, I think you 
seem to be exuding a lot of abundance thinking. Yeah. Sky's the limit. There's tons of opportunity. You're a high quick start. So maybe Carl needs to reel you in from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> a lot, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, that was fun uh, doing both of your Colby side by side and going, yep, he's going to help her and mm -hmm. she's going to drive him crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> Um, I didn't I didn't ask you, I hate to kind of end near this, but uh, I asked you what we're doing right. So with fresh eyes, anything that you think we can be doing better as a team, as a company to help our agents build better businesses and help our clients? Gosh, that's such a hard question. I, I feel like that we have all of the resources, all of the opportunity to grow. Um, the thing that I struggle with is the accountability, but there's no lack of that within the company. Like accountability for you for me personally yeah i i strive like i do well um with accountability mm. um i like it i think you had said something like you used to view it as someone like keeping tabs on you and you didn't like it i something like that at one point i'm sure i've said something okay like that. and but i i love it i think it's the competitiveness in yeah. me and we have that so it's not anything that the company's doing i just need to do better at like these are the goals for our area, our office, me personally, my team. Are you Enneagram 3? Oh, gosh. You, I don't, you don't know. I don't remember. 3 is the achiever. That, that I'm high on that, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, but I mean, honestly, I do think that is something that as a company, if we have a weak spot, yep. I think that's that's one of them. Uh, we've done such a good job on the relational side, the philosophy, that, that but we've, we've not wanted to be an accountability company that's yeah. like sales-driven. And so we've always been more focused on the process and the people than we have been the outcomes. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's something we can do better with. Yeah. And and here's the funny thing. I know that if I were to reach out to Angela, like they would be like, yeah, let me, you yeah. know, they totally would. So part of it's on us too, you know, on just the, it, telling them what we need. It's a hundred percent on you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what we need to do is, is help create uh, an environment where it's easier for you to look in the mirror and yeah. hold yourself accountable. So yep. I know the forecasting tools we've been rolling yeah. out. Did you look at those? Yes. Are you using them? Um, the spreadsheet forecasting yeah. spreadsheet, we're getting back into using that. Perfect. You know, you tried to swap out and use some fancy tools that outside of C21. You shifted to a CRM. Mm -hmm. and yeah, which is great. It's great. There's a, a place for that. But that forecasting tool is something just unlike anything out there. And so... Having new agents come on board is something we need to get back to using. Sometimes the simplest things mm -hmm. are the most powerful. Yep. It's just look in the mirror, see all the business that you've got, and and move people down the funnel yep. one day at a time and add new relationships to the top. It's not that hard. So you're going to be using that with your new team members? Yes, yes. Yep. And I love that it's, you know, they're taught that right out the gate. So us getting back to using that is, mm -hmm. I think, important. Well, us pulling that back out of the uh, treasure chest of things that we've built over the years is a function of us looking in our own mirror and going, yeah, we need to do better with accountability. Yeah, yeah. And so we're never going to be the kind of company, and I don't think you're going to be the kind of coach or leader or team lead that wants to run around, you know, forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting balance. How do you guide people to do the things that you know are going to help them succeed, but they have to believe it. They have to self-discover. Yep, yep. They have to want it in themselves. And that there is a fine line because, like, yeah, accountability is important. But to a certain extent, like you said, they have to want it just as much. So I've seen that so much over the years, just training new agents. Um, some, many times we want it more than they want it. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we've, we've gone through phases where we try and 
force people to be motivated. And in this business, and I think in many places in life, but particularly in real estate sales, you, you just, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And unless you've got that batteries included drive, and it doesn't mean, it means, it doesn't mean you're like running around doing cold calls all day. It means you've got to, you've got to be willing to pick up the phone. You've got to be willing to meet with people yep. and get, put yourself out there and engage. And if, if you're not, then this just isn't the business for you. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a people business. So. Well, um, it's been fun watching you and Carl over the last year. I'm super excited for the new team members. Very excited about the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess maybe let's do this again here in the near future so we can hear about how things have progressed. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, you, uh, you sticking around for a while here today? Yep. Normally when you make the drive to Des Moines, that involves some like shopping at the mall or something like that? Oh, not me. I'm not a shopper. Not today? No. <laughs> Okay, well then let's just make sure we get that Tesla charged so that you uh, make it all the way home. Perfect. Thanks for coming. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. For more episodes, resources, and show notes, head to morethanmorepodcast.com.